0: Alright guys, so this is week two, episode two. Um it's pretty good, uh for me because this is the most consistency I think I've shown in my life in about three years. (laughs) So um last week was cool. I don't think I had a very good format and try to fix that today. Got like two things I wanna talk about, so it's at least a little bit more structured than the last episode. Um, Shout out to everyone who watched that, I think, or listened and watch it. Um, anyone who listened, shout out. I think we got like 19 listens, so that's like, I don't know, double or triple. I think I said six is what I was shooting for, so that's dope. Already, already uh, exceeding my own expectations. Um, I watched Squid Game, and I know I said in the last episode that i like tend not to do things that like everyone's doing but once i found out that this show was korean i was like sold because if it was american i was not gonna watch it like no doubt i was like it's gonna be corny it's gonna be bad not doing it but when i found out it was korean i was like you know what let me give this a shot so i was like up all night and i hadn't slept so it was like i don't know probably four in the morning and I kicked the first episode on. I was like, you know what? Like, if it's not good, I'll give it one or two episodes and then whatever. I'll find something else to watch. I'll watch some Naruto or something, you know, The Office. I'll find something else to watch, right? So I watched the first episode and I'm not going to lie, it was good. It, it hooked me for sure. Like, the fact that there's a game in the first episode, it's like, uh, I think that's paramount to, like, why people watched it because it, it immediately grabs you, um... There are going to be spoilers as well. I probably should have said that earlier. But it's like the two minute mark now. There's going to be spoilers. um, So I'm sorry if you haven't watched it. I guess listen to this after you watch it. And then you can see what I thought. But um, I thought it was real cool. How after the first game. Like how how they do the vote. Because it immediately draws you in. And then like it takes it all away and then it's cool to like let it breathe and you get to like go through everybody's story and you know you get to learn about you know each of the characters i think that was cool because like if it was just nothing but games non-stop i don't think it would be as good of a show because i don't know in a couple more episodes you probably get like not bored of it but like it wouldn't have as much impact if it was just every episode non-stop it was a game they're playing and people are dropping left and right either that or like the games would have been too simple and like one or two people are only dying around so that could have been a different dynamic i guess where it's like you know tension building like fuck like who's gonna be the one to fuck up in this game and like how long like that would be more stress of like how long is this really gonna go on because at least like in the way it's set up in the show like a good chunk of people like if you make it through, you're cl- you're super closer than you were just before. Like, a good amount of people are kicking the fucking bucket, bro. So, gonna be closer to that cash money. It's also, like, there's a lot of symbolism in it. Like, uh, symbolism in it. Sorry, fuck that up. Like, um, like the fact that where they sleep, like, when they're not in the games, the money is literally hanging over their heads. Like, it's like a it's like when that dude dies when he gets beat to death and then that money drops in and like you see everyone in there was like all appalled they this dude just got beat to death and when they saw that that was like you know whatever it is a billion won or whatever right into that piggy bank bro everybody's mind started changing a little bit it's like it's like there was a plane crash and it's like day seven and you know skinny guys starting to you know sleep a little longer People are getting a little hungry, you know? That's what it turned into, right? But um, I thought the show was real good, man. I was, like, super surprised. The sound design's real good. There's not a lot of plot holes. I'm a huge fucking... I'm such a loser, like, when I watch movies and and TV shows. Like, I'm always looking to pick it apart and be mad about something and have something to complain about just because I really like good stories and I like really good writing. So when it's not good... I'm going to, one, not pay attention to your show as much, and two, spend the amount of time I should be watching the show, like, looking at how bad you were making the show. Because I've never made a show, and I know better than you. Clearly. But, um, yeah, man, the, uh, the detective, that's, like, the coolest fucking police officer I think I've seen in a show for a while. And I can like him, because he's a South Korean cop, okay, guys? So... Don't worry, he's not an American cop, alright? Jeez, Dave. <laughs> it's a bad joke, my fault. Fuck it, I'm gonna leave it in there. It's funny. Um. Yeah, so, that dude pulls some fucking Metal Gear Solid at the beginning. Just, like, climbs underneath that van. And, like, I want to point out the fact that, like, that van shook an enormous amount when he takes Circle Boy's mask. Like... I'm sorry, one of them other dudes would have been like, "What the fuck? You're telling me no, and like, how long did it take him to fully dress himself in that uniform and then fully dress an un, or maybe a dead man an unconscious man back in your own clothes, belt and all? He even put the belt on homie before he threw him overboard. like that would have took a minute, bruh. Like you're telling me nobody came down before then in this operation where they do this all the time without a single hiccup i'm not buying that part but i still love the cop but you know as it goes on you start to like you get like uh if you've ever seen cube the movie the cube um it was free on youtube i watched it. it's pretty good movie it's from the 90s um kind of the same thing i guess it's like a game but um there's no money and like there's no uh, interaction with anybody either it's just a fucking cube real good movie um, but the same thing in that movie, after a couple, uh, you know, after a couple, I don't want to spoil that movie, after like a couple segments in, in the cube, the same way, like after a couple games in uh squid game, you can start to see like the dark, the like darkness behind like certain characters and Sangwoo, Sangwoo is a fucking dickhead, bro. I called that dude out from like red light green light from the first episode i was like Th- that dude is shady bro. like the way he like didn't want to talk to his friend like at first i think they want you to think it's like shame like he didn't want his friend to know that he messed up and i don't think it's that because he already knows his friend is a fucking degenerate gambler that lives with his mom at like 40 right so like I'm sorry, bro. Like, if I fell off and I went and I, like, met one of my homies and I knew that that dude had, like, been down bad for years, I would, like, like, me and that dude are going to get a beer because that's, like, the one person I know is not going to judge me. Like, me me and him are in the same boat. Like, I just got down here. He's going to show me, like, you know, what they do for fun down here. Maybe they, like, throw fucking quarters at the wall, you know, something fun like that. But, you know, that's not the vibe I got. The vibe I got from him, even when he, like, looked out to save him I was like hell no bro like he just figured out that if you stay behind people you don't get shot so he's like he's a snake off the bat and like anyone that's snake off the bat I can't trust and I don't buy these little oh he had shame because you know he was the pride of his hometown and like bullshit bro like he wouldn't have been shameful to his homeboy because his homeboy's a piece of shit he should have just leveled with him that's what real friends do right so Sangwoo off the rip dickhead knew it right now guy i really liked is like the yakuza guy not like as a person but like he's such a good character like that's the guy you need in one of these shows like the guy that is just like the prison mentality the fucking strength in numbers the fucking you know will fuck you over play dirty He's here to win that money, right? That, I, I, you always need a dude like that in the mix. You always need a guy like that. And then um, fucking, you know, uh, Karen. The little fucking Karen that's like beating on the walls. That chick's super annoying. Um, but I really like that she gets her revenge on fucking Yakuza boy. She fucking tells him he has a small dick and then fucking grabs him to his fucking death. It's super fucking funny. It's, like, one of the best scenes in it. Because, like, she knows she's not getting out. But she's like, nah, dude, I said I would fucking kill you. And I'm also going to let everyone up here know you have a small dick before you die. So, like, you're embarrassed. Like, fuck, man. That's that's a tough ride. That's a tough ride to take, man. But, um, yeah, man. Sang he screws over our boy in episode six, I think it is. It's, like, the hardest episode to watch. It's, like, the only episode that really, like, makes you remember, I guess, like, how quickly you can make an attachment to somebody, like, given the circumstances. Like, when they go into that game, you know, the idea is to pick somebody you want to play with, right? Because, like, they lead it to think it's a team game, right? So, like, it's to pick, like, in these last, like, few days throughout all this shit with all this tension and murder and death and uh survival and fighting who like who's your guy like who's your buddy right and everybody teams up bro and then they just drop that that fucking bombshell son they drop that fucking archangel on them you know and fucking it's tough to watch man it's real tough and it's even tougher to watch if you're smart because like you fucking know like right off the rip why sangmu picks him bro like, I knew off the rip before, like, the twist. That, like, he only picked him for that reason. That if it's a failsafe, he's stupid. And he's not from Korea, so he doesn't know the kids' games. Like, he only did that fucking to do what he did. And even then, like, it only works because Ali's kind of stupid. And that's why he's so nice and fucking generous. Fucking sad, bro. So fucking sad. And you got the fucking Ganbu shit fucking making you want to cry. Dude, my grandpa's got dementia, too. So, like, I started thinking about that while I'm watching some of these scenes with, uh... I don't even know his name. Fucking Gonbu. So, uh... Yeah, man. Like, the, the scene where he's just, like, walking around. Because, like, it looks like his old neighborhood, man. Like, dude. Like, my grandpa would get lost in the stores and stuff, man. Like, um... Like, even sometimes, man. Like, he left the house one time. Just thought he was gonna go get a haircut. Like... I can only imagine like my grandpa was seeing like, you know, 19, I don't know, 50s, you know, Southside Chicago where he grew up, just going to get a haircut, you know, and like, um, that part got real sad and it was even more sad when he calls him out for like cheating because like he fucking knew it the whole time and then it like just really shows like, uh, that, that need to survive, you know, like if you're down bed and you got thrown a bone like that, are you lying? Or are you going to be like, no, I said, odd, fucking shoot me in the face. Like, fuck no, bro. You're going to try to fight. You're going to try to, you know, get out of that situation. And, um, yeah, dude, that episode sucks. And you got the two girls, bro. Uh, I don't know how to say her name, but number 67. She's a model or whatever. Um, Her and then the other chick. I don't know her name either or her number. But, you know, when they, like, that one's kind of happy in a sense because it's like if you've ever watched naruto bro when um haku sacrifices himself for zabuza in the land of waves it's literally like naruto beat him like after you know sasuke like dies air quotes and basically this young boy in the in the anime was like found by this other ninja and this ninja told him like i'm gonna use you as a weapon so then this young kid like basically had summarized his life's purpose was to be a weapon and protect this ninja who had taken him in after his entire village was like murdered right so like at the end of it right they're having this conversation and he wants naruto to kill him because he's lost he can't fulfill his mission or his purpose in life anymore right and like at the last second zabuza the other ninja is about to die and he like basically teleports over there and gets in the way and sacrifices himself right and like to that kid his life's mission his life now his purpose was complete he accomplished his dream which was to protect like this person right so when i watch these two girls have this conversation like in In retrospect, like, their last 30 minutes of their life potentially, right? Whatever the time limit was. And they just have this conversation about life and what they do with the money and um, what matters to them, right? When that girl at the end just says that this entire time when I've been talking to you, I couldn't think of a reason. Like, when she dies, I find that somewhat happy in a sense, I guess. Like, I don't find that sad because, like, for that chick... Her winning would have been even worse than if she died because, like, uh, she already knew the hard outcome that, like, I guess, like, life had broken her, or she had come to the terms with, uh, you know, not having, you know, a, a light at the end of the tunnel. Or maybe she just thought, you know, her light at the end of the tunnel, you know, maybe she just wanted to be convinced. Like, maybe she already knew she was going to, you know, throw the game for that girl and just let her continue on to the next round. Or maybe she wanted to be convinced or like maybe she just wanted to hear someone else's reason before she died something happy um and know that like that could possibly happen for them um and like the way the girl's pissed when she drops the marble like that's a cool reaction um to be like mad like pick it back up it's too late you, you know this is it we waited till the end on purpose it's almost like when Buddy asks, uh, Gihan, like, uh, why don't we play one more game and we bet everything we got? And he's like, yo, you know, I can't do that. And he goes, oh, well, you're my Ganbu, so what's mine is yours. Like, it's such a fucking sad episode that just, like... I don't know, man. It just, like, sucks because, you know, like... I knew personally watching it, no matter how much this affects me, in the next episode, like... There's gonna be something even worse than this, bro. And... Yeah, man, um, the the closer we get to the end is, like, the one or two plot holes I found. So, when they get out of that, and then they go, and they go to the glass, um, the glass steps, right, I thought it was real cool how, like, there's two dudes waiting to pick up the courage to go first, like, when they're all picking their numbers, and Buddy, like, shoots himself in the foot, bro, and convinces uh, Gihan to give him uh, number one because he doesn't want to be a coward, and then, man, does that get put into full effect in, like, two minutes where, like, Buddy is now, all right, don't be a coward. You lead the way, bro. Get out there. <laughs> um, so while they're doing that, That's where I said, you know, uh, the Karen who's screaming to go to the bathroom, sneaking cigarettes up her coochie. Fucking, like, that's some real addict shit. That's some real, like, I'm willing to die for this money. Like, and if I do, I'm bringing some cigarettes up my vagina so I can have a smoke, you know, one of these days before I die. Some real crackhead shit. Anyways, you know, she ends up, you know, grabbing Yakuza boy and fucking, you know, throwing him onto another glass tile. So what I don't like is, like... Um when they have that whole subplot with the uh the policemen and uh you know, they're taking organs, you know, he finds out like some of these people are stealing organs from the dead contestants. Um, you know, when they find out that like the doctor when he runs off with those other guys and they find out he was cheating and they hang them up in that staircase and they're like, This is supposed to be fair, this is about equality, um, you know, these games are supposed to be fair. And then, like, they have a challenge based on, like, people going down this thing, picking left or right, trying to make a successful path, you know, playing the game. And then that dude ends up being able to tell the difference between the glass. And then for the sake of, like, the VIPs, he cuts the lights. I was like, bro, you just, like, killed four people and hung them up like pirates. Like, you know, uh, fucking, like, they used to hang up pirates outside of ports, like, fucking yay shall not pirateer that yet thus be thy fate fucking hanging up like dead skeletons like you know a uh, mile out from port off of a fucking rock you know he fucking vlad the impaler fucking hangs him up outside the camp just to let everybody know you can't cheat and this is supposed to be fair and then like when this dude fucking figures it out through his own like knowledge then they knew he worked at a glass factory they had it on file they pulled it up when they figured that out they cut the lights thus making it an unfair game like it, it pissed me off because it's like if you're gonna like kill people and you're gonna run this thing and like cause I like a good villain bro I like a villain who has good convictions and a good story like pain from Naruto yeah I talk about Naruto a lot it's gonna be reoccurring if you listen to this I love Naruto but yeah dude like Pain in Naruto great villain right he has convictions he has a good story what he says makes sense and like it's not just like cliche or whatever so, like, this guy, when he said that, I was like, that's cool. Like, this dude's all about fairness. He's trying to give them a, a shot, a level playing field. And then what does he do? Oh, well, fucking, you know, money bag fucking Scrooge McDuck is over here. So let me fucking cut the lights. That way these fuckers die for his amusement, bruh. And then also, um, after that, they fucking blow up the fucking, they blow up the glass plates and chick gets fucking stabbed, bruh. That's, like, bullshit. I hate that fucking trope. And, you know, whatever, bro. But, like, it's like, bro, if you really want a good game, like, I don't know. Well, I guess there's only supposed to be two at the end. I don't know. Either way, it's just unnecessary. I like that chick. She was a good character. Um, her little brother, the cute little South Korean boy, you know, has no parents. You find that out. Now he's got no sister. That shit really pissed me off, you know? Um, but, yeah, dude, I also like the parallels to the last game. Um... I think Gihan's the kid from the fla- like the the black and white opening to the series, because he double ties his shoe the exact same way, um, and I think it's also supposed to like that was like maybe that was the last time he was really good at anything in life, because he's a shit gambler. He's not a good businessman not a very good father so like maybe he was really good at children's games i think that's like the flashback but he double ties his shoe the same way um i also like he gives him a fucking (laughs) he gives him a fucking hank hill pocket sand fucking slaps that motherfucker right in the eyes that was slick i also think it's dope that they got to bring knives in there because it's like Fuck it, dude. It's like straight up anime, bro. And the rain, you know, I hated whatever that dude said. The VIP, he says some like Russian bullshit, like good rain knows when to fall. As soon as he said that, I was like, I hate you because you ruined it. Because I thought, like, mmm, the rain is so good. And then when you had to mention it as a character, it pissed me off because I don't need a character to tell me that the rain was good. The rain was good on its own, alright? Those are small nitpicks. But, you know, also, the other plot hole. Um I didn't like or that I guess I found is that like there's no way that the fucking police guy can be dead, bro. Cuz if he is, that whole subplot is a waste of time. And there's nothing more I hate in a show than a giant season-wide waste of time, bro. It's like if you threw out a whole bottle of seasoning, a waste of time. That's a bad joke but anyway like it pisses me off he's such a good character he's a real good detective it wasn't bad uh like you know the arc wasn't bad like how he did everything like I was like sitting there for a couple episodes like there's no way this dude is managing to still hide upstairs and then finally like When the fucker realizes that, uh, he, when his brother realizes he didn't flip the phone the right way, I was like, that's perfect, bro, because I noticed he didn't put the phone down the right way, so, you know, little things like that, and then when he gets out, and then they fucking see his ass, and then you already knew before that they said that they count the tank, so they know he left, but yeah, man, like, there's no way that dude's dead, I think it's like a duel, I think, like, that dude had a hunch that it was his brother underneath the mask, and that's why with his last bullet, he only shot him in the arm, because like that makes sense because you don't want to just kill your own brother without knowing it you know because that would just be like real sad and you don't get the answers it's not a good ending but if you shoot him in the arm and then you find out it's your brother you were right and you know you were right and now it's like you have to push his hand either now has to kill you or you know what I hope is that he's not dead and somehow I don't know how the fuck he's gonna live like out in the middle of the ocean blah, blah 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 but maybe maybe I'm wrong and like the phone did have the location back up and the police somehow find him but um overall great show last episode is like 52 minutes it's a it's a really good fucking you know way to summarize it up he gets a real cool fucking k-pop haircut um that's like my favorite part of the season to be honest is when he gets that haircut at the end it looks great on him bro like that's when it turns into an anime i'm like yes yes like now this is our this is our main character and he's got a new edgy look. It's like when Naruto comes back okay, I'm not gonna nah nah nah. You thought I was gonna do it. No. I won't do Naruto references three times in a row. That's just too much. But yeah, bro, it's cool when he comes back with that with that red hair, you know? He literally just looks and points, it's dope. Um, he also looks like Steve Aoki for a little bit on that train. Anybody else think about that? I was like, this motherfucker, like, been doing Molly for the past year with this, like, 45.6 billion won. Has he just been doing Molly at fucking Coachella with Steve Aoki? Like, he looked like he just, like, like could be his stunt double, bro. It was, it was real jarring, bro. But I was like, it's a good look for him for sure, my guy. I, I fucked with it. But great show i give it like a 7.2 it's a real high score i don't remember the last time i watched like a show that came out and was like relevant i think the last show i watched that was like new was peaky blinders whenever that came out and i stopped watching that after two seasons so that's a good show too i just didn't stick with it but yeah so you know for anybody that uh didn't watch squid game that was like uh 20 minutes um the guy... oh yo, Shout out my buddy uh, from high school, Cade. Um, he told me to do like a 10-minute review on Squid Game. That ended up being like 20 minutes. Um, but I don't know. I wanted to go a little bit longer on this second one. Because um, I have some, some things to talk about. Um, but yeah, dude. Squid Game was dope. Uh, shout out for the idea. Appreciate it. Um, and uh, the second thing I want to talk about is I had an idea. The idea I had was to buy like a like a Tascam voice recorder and um try to do like a podcast just like at random like wherever whenever and see if you can get like random people to sound bite. So the idea is that like <clears throat> I don't really wanna be like a YouTuber. I don't wanna do like YouTube videos. I like more like audio stuff. Um like music and podcasts. I don't really wanna be known for like uh being on camera. I don't I don't really want to do like, I don't know, pranks and uh like a lot of like I watch a lot of Danny Mullen and as much as I love that, I, like I think I could do some of it, but a lot of it I'm like there's no way I'm ever doing that. And also like that's tough stuff to do, bro. And um yeah, I just don't think i have the same appeal on camera. But I also think that like putting cameras in people's faces is a bit more intimidating if you just have a microphone and you're kind of just asking questions about stuff think you could get some cool stuff but also i don't have anybody to do this with so i don't have like a cameraman and um you know i don't want to have anything too like heavy or uh expensive out like i thought about like setting up a desk or like you know like setting up like a desk or something um but then i was like man like what happens if like i say something or like i make a joke or i don't know something happens and somebody just gets pissed and like rips my fucking laptop and my mic you know i don't have anybody there to you know watch like watch out for me or you know back me up so like I guess like the the, the one I'm gonna look into to buy is like 50 bucks so like if anything if it gets like fucked up or stolen it's only like 50 bucks um but I thought that would be interesting and maybe not even like a full podcast but if I could like go out and just like uh just try to get like sound bites or something random conversations with people and throw it in as well as like the podcast I thought that'd be uh cool so it's like a it's like an audio vlog. Um, it's something I don't think anyone's doing or thought of. Um, I also don't think anyone's that lonely that they need to go out and try to record themselves talking to other people. But um, I don't know, man. I feel like I have like a, a good uh, like off-the-cuff sense of humor. I feel like I'm funnier, like when I talk to other people as well, like when I have something to bounce off of. Also, like crowd work for comedians is like bread and butter, and I feel like if you're just kind of funny, like I, I know like a bunch of times in my life when I go out with my buddies, man, like we end up just like you know talking shit with the waitresses or you know cutting up with like random people we meet, and like I'm pretty good at it, man. Like I have a good like feel for it, and I don't mind being a little silly, cause like who gives a fuck? I'm never gonna see that person again. Um, but yeah, it's something I've been thinking of. Um, I also just think it would be real funny. Um, even if I just went out one day with the intention of talking to myself, if you're like out and about and you just saw somebody talking to themselves into a microphone and you did go say something, imagine like what you would think when they tell you like, yeah, I'm doing a podcast right now. It would like blow your mind and it would be so funny. Like from my opinion, like no one's in on the joke. And that's what I love sometimes. Like sometimes I think my favorite jokes i have or like my favorite bits is like when no one gets it around me like when no one understands it sometimes i think it's even funnier because it's like that's the joke it's you're not in on it is that no one gets it the joke is that i'm the only one that gets the joke kind of like andy kaufman like to a certain point like andy kaufman would have these bits that were just like no one gets it like even like the like one where they found out like he was somebody else like, he would dress up as another person. And, like, everybody knew it was him. But, like, it just... I don't know, bro. It's just funny shit like that, you know? Like, like if no one gets the bit, I think it's a good bit. Like, regardless. Like, if you think it's a good bit, it's funny. And I don't know. I think generally if you think something's funny, you can find somebody else who thinks it's funny. So, that's the idea is to just be out in public kind of doing my own thing and hope that some people, like, respond But, you know, I live in a fairly populated town. There's a couple, there's a lot of beaches. Um, There's a a fairly big, like, technical college here. Um, And then I'm not too far from Orlando. Kind of in the middle. I can go to Orlando. I could take a day trip to Tampa. Um, Those kind of things, though, I'd either want to have someone with me or, like, have an event I'm going to, like a baseball game or something. Like, I don't know. Maybe if something else happens in baseball, I can go and try to fucking heckle people or something. Who knows? I love going to sporting events and talking shit. When I would go to UFC fights with my buddies, I would love fucking talking shit to people in a bar, bro. It's, it's like, real fun for me. Because, I don't know, like, it might be dangerous, but, like, who gives a fuck? Like, it's funny, bro. I don't know. And, like, if somebody really does, like, fucking, like, I guess punch me or some shit, like, I guess it is what it is. We'll handle it. We'll, we'll handle it in, in the moment in time, you know? <laughs> but... But, yeah, there's an idea I've been thinking of, and I get real excited when I think about it. And I think, like, I can make it work. Um, Even just going to, like, a comic book store or a record shop or something, bro. You know, you can find some cool shit, um, funny things. Uh, But, yeah, man, um, I appreciate it. I hope this one's a little bit more uh, structured. I'm going to listen back to it. I guess if I don't like it, I won't post it. So if I posted it, that's a good sign. That means I liked it, and I, I didn't think it was too bad, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, if you guys like that second part, the idea I was talking about, um, like last time, if anybody listens to this, you got an idea, a question, a topic, a riddle, a math word problem, drop it in the comments. I'll look at it. I'll do my best to figure it out, give you my idea, my response, let you know how I feel about it, whatever you want, anything, anything in the world. It would really help me out because this is tough by yourself, guys. So um, thanks again for listening. Um, I'm glad I could do this and be consistent. So, um, yeah, guys, we'll see you next week.